0: Hello, everyone. My name is Courtney Ingram, and this is Complete in Christ podcast or radio. Uh, Thank you once again uh, for joining me. Uh, This is episode three and uh, episode two was a success. Um, I I believe it was grace. It was it was given by God. It it was uh, uh, something that I do believe God was putting on my heart to speak about. So it was great. But the next topic, verse episode three, I want to talk about trusting God. The topic today is Trusting God, episode three of Complete in Christ podcast or radio. And trusting God comes from this. Me and my wife are having a conversation and she said she was in conversation with somebody. And uh, she said she asked the person this question. She said, do you trust God? And the person said, yes. So my wife's response was in trusting God. um, Do you trust him? in trusting God, do you trust him when it doesn't line up to what you think it should look like or how you thought it should look like or the way you thought he should have answered you? Do you still trust God? I'm going to say that one more time. My wife had a conversation with somebody. She asked a question. Do you trust God? The person said yes. My wife's response was, Okay. well, in trusting God. And this is what this wasn't a belittlement, but this is a question um, that that I think that we all need to answer in trusting God do we trust him when it doesn't line up or look like what we thought it should look like or how how we thought he should have answered us that's the question that my wife answered or the statement that she made after the fact so my question today or something I want you to be thinking about and something I not only think about but I, I wanted to, to grasp hold to it and really come into the reality of it Trusting God is the topic and then the question that comes from the topic is how do we trust God? How do we trust God in the midst of of darkness? How do we trust God in the midst of confusion? How do we trust God in the midst of our situation? How do you trust God? When you know, there's so many things going on in the world so on and so forth and I want to use this scripture This is proverbs. I want to build a foundation a foundational piece the foundational piece of today Is Proverbs twenty three and seven. The Bible says in Proverbs twenty three and seven, "For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he." Remember that scripture, and think about that scripture. As I said one more time, Proverbs twenty three and seven. Think about that scripture uh, as a as a master builder, as if you were building a, a home or foundation, and use that scripture as a foundational piece. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And from there, we'll figure out are we being wise master builders. Or are we being poor master builders? Listen to this. Ezekiel 36 and 25. It says, then it says, then will I sprinkle clean water upon you upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness, from all your idols will I cleanse thee or cleanse you. Verse 26, a new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. 27. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Now listen to this. This is Ezekiel talking or this is the Lord talking to Ezekiel or through Ezekiel. And the Lord is saying this, the Lord God of of the Old Testament So is he also the God of the New Testament. And he's telling Ezekiel, the prophet Ezekiel, he's telling him this. I will I will cleanse you from all your unrighteousness and your filthiness. That's one. Not only will I cleanse you, but I will put a new heart in you. That's two. Not only will I put a new heart in you, but I will put a new spirit within you. That's three. Not only will I put a new spirit within you, I will cause you to walk according to the statutes of my commandments. Not only walk in them, but do them. That's four. I'm going to say that one more time. Verse 25 shows us that he cleanses us from all our filthiness and unrighteousness. Verse 26 shows us that he's not what he desires to do, but what he's, what he's going to do. Uh, put a new heart and a new spirit with inside of us. And then verse 27 shows us not only is he going to do that, but he's going to cause us, force us. To walk in his statutes and his commandments. So you see four different things or or things of God of which he has promised. And remember, the question was how do you trust God in the midst of these things? And the foundational scripture was for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Romans 10 and 8 says, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. I'm going to say that one more time. Romans 10 and 8. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. Now, listen to this. We just talked about how God said he was going to take all filthiness away from us. He was going to give us a new heart and a new spirit and cause us to walk in his word. Paul is saying here, which is a, And I'm just helping you to see. I want to I, I want to help you to see in a spiritual view, a spiritual mind as, as a master builder should build. Because the question was, is how do we trust God? And this is how we trust God according to the word of God. So as God gives us a, a new he, he cleanses us from all filthiness, He gives us a new heart, He gives us a new spirit, and He causes us to walk in His Word. And Paul is saying here, the word that He causes us to walk by or to live by or to do is according to the Word of Faith. But it says Romans 10:8, but what saith it? There? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. And Romans 10 and 17 says, then the faith, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm going to say that one more time. Romans 10 and 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And then Ephesians 4 and 22 says that that you put off the former conversation, which is the old man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lust. And in verse twenty three, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, man. This is good. Listen to this. So I want you. I'm going to give you a picture of what God is, of what God is doing here. So Ezekiel. So first, the foundational, and we're building. I want you. To, I want you to imagine yourself as a master builder. I want you to imagine that you have all the tools needed to build a very a solid spiritual house. Now, listen to this. So Ezekiel, the foundational scripture was our foundational piece as master builders is for as I think of in my heart. And I want you to say this to yourself for as I think of in my heart, so am I. As I think in my heart, so am I. And then God is telling me in the book of Ezekiel that he's going to cleanse me from all filthiness and unrighteousness. He's going to give me a new heart. He's going to give me a new spirit and he's going to cause me to walk and the words and his statutes and his commandments. And then, not only is, not only is that gonna happen, but the way he's gonna do that is causing me to walk into it is because, because he gives me a new heart. He gives me a new spirit. He takes out the stony heart and gives me a fleshly heart that the word that Paul said is nigh thee, I, I will live by it. So then we see, so that's that's four attributes or that's four marks that we read in Ezekiel. And then we see another four here. It says, "The word is close nigh thee," meaning the word is close to you. Even when we don't know what to do, even when we're confused, even when we we're we're trying to understand what to do, see the word is close to thee. Not only is the word close to you, but it's in your mouth. In Psalms eighty-one and ten says, "I am the Lord God that has taken you out of the house of Egypt." Or in modern day terms, I am the Lord God that has taken you out of the world. And then he says, open up your mouth wide and I will fill it. What is he going to fill it with? He's going to fill it with his word. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the same faith that spoke the world into existence is the same faith that God wants to put in you. Because it comes from his word. So listen. So so we have four others. He's The word is nigh thee. And then the word is not only ninety, but it's in my mouth or your mouth. And not only is the word in your mouth, but it's in your heart. And not only is the word in your heart, but it's in your mind. That's Ephesians twenty-three, chapter four, verse twenty-three. And he says, "And be renewed in the spirit of your mind." And then Paul said it in the Romans twelve. He says, "Commit yourself and live in sacrifice, which is your reasonable service." And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, the word of God is is a lamp to our feet. and It is a light to our path. And Jesus said, eat my flesh and drink my blood for in this you do have eternal life. Jesus also said my words are spirit. And they are life. So you see that the word, and the question was, "How do you trust God?" And the foundational scripture was, "For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he." So how do you trust God? You trust God. How do we trust God in the midst of situations and so on and so forth? We trust God by leaning on the Word of God. We trust God that everything that is stored up inside of us, that we lean on it. And the word of God that is thee even in our mouth, it causes us to to keep our heart and our mind stayed upon him. It gives us peace. It gives us joy. It gives us it gives us a a living hope. It gives us a, a, a foundation of 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 confidence that we can have to trust in God. And there's a scripture that I'm thinking about. It says in Mark chapter 11, it says Jesus said, have faith, have faith in God. And if any man say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt his heart, but shall believe on those things he has asked for, that he shall receive them. I'm going to say that one more time. Jesus said, have faith in God. The original translation says, have the faith of God. And you have to understand that if you try to if you try to uh, trust God with your own faith, then you you it wouldn't work. So your efforts it's like filthy rags, the Bible says, and your faith, if your efforts and your works is like filthy rags, so would your faith be like uh, filthy rags. But when we when Jesus Christ died upon the cross for us and he shed his blood and he went back to the father and he sprinkled blood on the mercy seat, and he says that I will not leave you comfortless, but I would send back a comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, which is the spirit, which is my spirit. That spirit brings us faith. That spirit brings us knowledge. That spirit, that spirit brings us truth. That spirit shines light. That spirit brings us back into reconciliation. That spirit gives us strength. That spirit gives us everything that we need. And that's why, that's why he says, the word is thee even in thy mouth and, and greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you. Than he that is in the world greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. See, how do you trust God? You trust God by thinking on the things of God in the midst of your situation, in the midst of your trial. When your mind and your heart would go wayward, when you would be in negative thought, when you would have a a broken perspective. What a man think of his heart. So is he. So as as master builders, if we build upon the foundation of the prophets and the apostles and Jesus Christ, who was the chief cornerstone, therefore, we may be able to be built up in a strong spiritual house, a mature man of faith or a mature woman of faith, even in the midst of our trials, because we don't see we see the negative, but we don't live by it. We live by the word of God The just shall live by his faith and the faith that you need to live by comes from the word of God and the word of God was Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the word made flesh. And he said, "Is Emmanuel, which is being interpreted, which mean that means God was with us. The Bible says that the spirit of God was in Jesus Christ, reconciling the world back to himself. And Jesus said, he, he prayed and spoke to the father. He said, Father, I pray that you would receive me back into the bosom of which I was with you from the foundation of the world. And not only this, God, God, I pray and I ask you God, that you will make them one, even as you and I are one, even as we have been one from the foundation of the world. I pray that 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 they will be one with us. Who is he talking about? He was talking about all those who will believe upon him. Jesus said in the book of John, he says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God and all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made, but in him was life. And the life was the light of man and the light shining darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. He said there was a man sent by God whose name was John, but he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. And Jesus is that true light that lightens every man that comes into the world. If you read a little bit on a little bit further, then he goes on to say, and all those who receive him to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Jesus has given us power to become sons of God. Jesus has given us a new heart. He's given us a new mind. And not only that, he's drawn us by his spirit. And it's the spirit of God that lives inside of us. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And it's that spirit that draws us and that causes us to do the will of God. And Paul said, it is he who wills and works in us to do his good pleasure. See, when you read the word of God and you trust the word of God and you live by the word of God and all you can see is the word of God. Therefore, he is greater. He becomes greater than your situation. He becomes greater than your trauma. He becomes greater than your pain and your affliction. He becomes greater. And you start to recognize that the promises of God are yes and amen. The big promises of God are reality. So once again, the question was, how do you trust God? How do you trust God? You trust God by by allowing the word of God to be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Because the word of God will never stir you wrong. And the word of God is a, it, it creates faith. And the word of God is faith. Faith is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. The same faith that you hear from the word of God is the same faith you take back to God in prayer. It's the same faith you use to get a hold of God. It's the same faith you use to get through your situation. It's the same faith you use to be a master builder and build up a strong foundation. Jesus said, on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. See, he was talking about himself. Jesus was talking about building his church upon him on the rock and that rock is, he is the rock of ages. He is a comforter. He is joy. He is peace. He is faith. He is everything that you need. Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of all things. Trusting God is the topic. How do you trust God? You trust God by keeping your heart and your mind stayed upon the word of God. That's the message for today. Trust God, people of God, those who are listening, those who are tuning in. Trust God and in you trusting God, think on him. The Bible says, he says, keep your, uh, the Bible says, those who keep their heart and their mind stayed upon me shall be kept in perfect peace. The Bible said that there's a peace that passes all understanding. See, when you trust God, even when, even when it looks like it's not come to the fulfillment, that peace of God, because you trust in God will keep you Until you receive the reality of what you have spoken in prayer, of what you have spoken to him. And God delights. He said, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. But you got to understand this. And you delight yourself in the Lord. He's the one that wills and works in you to do his good pleasure. So as you wait upon the Lord, as you as you as you be in his presence, he's going to give you his desires. He's going to give you strength. He's going to give you what it takes to make it through your storm. I hope you were blessed by this word today. This is Complete in Christ podcast or radio. This is episode three. Once again, I am your host, Courtney Ingram. And with no further ado, I would like to pray as we close out. Father, God, in Jesus name, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the spirit of faith. I thank you for the spirit of truth, Lord. You said what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, God. And I want to think in my heart on good things, on things of faith, things of peace, God, things of of being more than a conqueror, because God, you 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 died for us and you shed your blood and you sent back your sent back your spirit. God, and greater is he that is in me and the people who are listening than he that is in the world. God, and we know by faith it is this is the victory you said that we have. Even our faith that overcomes the world. God, and this is why you died for us to be able, God, not to to make millions of dollars and God not to have God, this and that, God, but to have the faith of God that we may be able to escape, God, and be one with you, even as you said you were one with the Father. And you desire for us to be one with you. And you said that all those who believe, God, you will come and make your abode. You and the Father will come and make your abode with them. God, we believe today and we ask you that you would continue to lead us and guide us in the way that we should go. Your lamp being a your word being a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. God, we love you and we thank you. We ask you, Lord, God, to go out ahead of us. God, I pray right now, God, for those who are listening. God, I bind every evil spirit, God, that comes against the hearts and the mind of those who are listening. I plead the blood of Jesus over their heart, mind, body and soul. And I cancel every assignment that the enemy has for their destruction. God, you said in your word that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, but that you come to give life and life more abundantly. God, give them the grace and life of which you desire to give to them, Lord. You said it is the Father's pleasure to give us the kingdom. And if we would deny ourselves each and every day, God, you always have something in store for us. That fresh bread of heaven, that manna that comes from heaven. And you are that manna. You are that bread of life. God, And we thank you for it. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.